Joining us right now, she has a hilarious piece in the Boston Globe. It just hit today, and it is writer Beth Tittle. Good afternoon, Beth. How are you? I am very good. Thank you for joining us on the John DePietro Show. I, uh, I love your piece that is now available uh, online. And, and, folks, I want you to know I am a fan of Beth. I love her writing style. I can always tell when it's she's the one that wrote the article. And the headline is, Welcome to Crazy Town, a.k.a. Grocery Delivery. Beth, take us in your story and how you came up with this. Oh, well, first of all, thank you for so much for such a nice introduction. I'm a fan of your work, too. I'm glad to be on your show. Thank you. Um, this story, I guess I just know so many people who all they started to talk about was trying to get it, a gross, trying to get groceries delivered. It seemed like that was occupying a lot of people's time, just trying to get slots. It's very hard to get a delivery slot. It used to be, like in the old days, basically February, nobody even wanted to shop online. You would never let someone else choose your own zucchinis or anything but now so many people understandably don't want to go to the stores or they're elderly or they have you know immune systems that really they shouldn't be in there it's very dangerous so they are trying to get groceries delivered and what's happening is basically like there's waiting lists to have your groceries delivered people are cheating there's insider tips it really <laughs> struck me that it's almost like a grocery delivery has turned its intensive college admissions um people are setting alarms for like midnight because there's all these rumors about when the best time to try to get a slot from instacart or whole foods or peapod so they'll set their alarm and wake up in the middle of the night to try to get a slot they are so happy if they're taking it they can be offered a, a window a delivery window that's five days long. I mean, people used to not even accept something that was five hours. Right. Now the days you're like, I'm safe, no problem. I'll be home from Wednesday through Sunday, whenever. <laughs> the worst thing actually is that people are on Instacart. Some people pr- promise that they're going to give a big tip to the driver. And then once the job is done, the, the app allows you to adjust the tip after the job is done. Some people <laughs> promise a huge tip, like $100. And then they change the tip to zero. So that's like, those people are already doing really tough jobs. Um, so it's, it's really, it struck me as like trying to get one of these delivery slots is almost like winning the world's most pathetic lottery. Hilarious. Amazon has stopped accepting new grocery delivery customers and is asking basically people who are aspiring eaters to sign up for a wait list and Instacart is hiring 300,000 new people. Um, it kind of struck me that when future historians study this pandemic, the tales of delivery quests will be primary source material. <laughs> I talked to one guy, he's a 76-year-old disabled Vietnam War veteran from Winthrop, Massachusetts. And he was waiting like days and days and days and then finally it was supposed to be the last day and then he got a message at 10 o'clock at night saying that his delivery was not going to be delivered at all. But he said something that was so incredible to me because he, he and his wife both have health problems and I said, well, you could have volunteers would be happy to shop for you and he said yes but you know we're not house ridden I don't want to divert resources from someone else and he has a local niece and nephew but he said he said, if they ever got sick or God forbid died he said I've got enough guilt from Vietnam I don't need a refresher course so this is like life and death for people I mean it's very serious Beth, absolutely. Now, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. It's Beth. Is it Tittle or Tell? Uh, pronounce my last name. It, your last it, name. It's actually Tytel. Tytel. Okay, I yeah. apologize. Oh um, no, I get it wrong myself. Tytel, folks. It's welcome to Crazy Town. And Beth, what? What? The one of the reasons I immediately related to this with the grocery delivery is several fronts. Now, number one, 
I spoke with, I have a brother that lives right near Worcester in Massachusetts. Mm. And he described that he and my sister-in-law, that somehow they, they live kind of, it's way out. And um, and they get up at 2 in the morning to order online. I, I guess it's through Walmart or something. And then even when they did that, they found out yep. that they were 1,000 in line. No. So. No. Closer to home, I have a 17-year-old junior in high school, and there's a very popular grocery store in Rhode Island called Dave's, and people love it, yep. and they don't have delivery. So I have now been encouraging her to start a Facebook page saying, I will shop for you at Dave's in East oh. Greenwich because I think there's a market for that. Will you set it up because they Definitely. don't do delivery for that? No, that's so perfect. That's yeah. so perfect. I wish they had that for Trader Joe's. Maybe your daughter could ranch out. <laughs> but it is, it is, you know, and there's so many different facets of this. And I love the fact you tie it in with the college testing scam. You know, there, you know what's great, Beth, is people, it's human nature. And part of it is in New England. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're speaking with Boston Globe uh, r- reporter, writer, Beth Title. Um Hold on. I'm sorry. Pronounce your name for me one more time. No, so I can... Titel. All right. That's yeah. the last time. Um, Titel. And, you know, Beth, there are so many people that are sending me different emails that feel uh, that there's some kind of a rigged game of like an I know a guy that is taking place with this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really true. There was a woman on there's a, a social networking platform called Nextdoor where people in neighborhoods join. And a woman posted in the, in the Cambridge area and said that she was looking for any loopholes for someone who was pregnant or had a, a, a problem with their immune system and somebody people were giving advice and then somebody else wrote put their phone number on the page and said text me for like some secret tips and um, I texted the person but I, I didn't hear anything I think the, the big tip is it, it's a tip actually if you promise to give a big tip on Instacart yeah. the drivers do have discretion about which jobs they take but of course you should of course, follow through with that. Like, if you can afford, you know, I mean, if you're going to sure. promise a tip, give it. But I think that's the tip. But, you know, it also has a serious side. Like, you know, these gig and grocery store workers have been striking and protesting over a lack of health protection and hazard pay. And yes. A lot of people who use these services feel conflicted. I, I interviewed a woman who lives in East Boston, or in Boston, and she said, she put it very eloquently. She said, we've shifted the burden of illness onto our low-income black and Hispanic neighbors. She said, the shoppers are placing themselves at extreme risk. Hmm. Um, and then I spoke to a shopper who lives in East Boston and she works for Instacart. And she, she described for me how the job is so much harder than it used to be. Like, the shoppers have to often wait in line outside a grocery store. Or there's nothing on the shelf, so they have to constantly be texting back and forth with the person whose order they're doing. Like... They don't have elbow pasta when you accept, you know, linguine, or they don't have this. It takes so long, and so um, you know, it just gets kind of incredible. Meanwhile, there's people are now there's these alternative delivery. You can get stuff from a small farm or wholesalers, or even some restaurants that started selling groceries. And I interviewed a woman in Brookline, Massachusetts, who said that she'd been unable to get book to book Instacart, so she decided she was going to do something called the Misfits Market which is a subscription box company that sells sometimes funny-looking produce. So she went online to schedule delivery, but she got a note that said, due to high demand, we're temporarily, we've temporarily paused first-time orders and set up a wait list. So it's like you are on a wait list to buy a zucchini, which <laughs> made me kind of think like, God, I'm so nostalgic for the days when we considered Thanksgiving shopping stressful. You know? <laughs> Folks, we speak with Boston Globe. 
uh, write, reporter, Beth Title. And Beth, now also, you did the brilliant piece that I laughed out loud reading about this someone coughing in 11F and how now oh, it's turned yeah, yeah. condos and people. And then I go back to the fall where you wrote about how, and it's true, people don't like the way they look in a winter hat. So they don't like it and what it does to the hair. Hey, you have such a unique writing style. Where do you get your sense of humor from? It's got to be within, you must come from a funny family, either your parents or your siblings, but you have a very, very unique sense of humor that comes through in your writing style. Oh, that's so nice. Well, thank you. I mean, both my parents do actually have really good sense of humor. My father is a, his specialty, he's a lawyer, and his specialty is um, philanthropy and the tax law. So most people who are practicing tax law don't try to make it funny, but he actually does. So he's, he's got a ton of knowledge, but he also is very entertaining. So I guess from him, I probably thought it would be a good idea to try to give some people some information, but make it fun to read along the way. Wow. Hilarious. And so entertaining and concise. Oh, well, thank you. Do the Globe, do they know, like, do they identify that you have this unique writing style or do they just, like, they just don't even blink when you just hand it in? Oh, that's, you know, we have so many good reporters at the Globe. Yes, um, you agreed. Know, so everybody is, like, I look at my colleagues in awe. So <laughs> <laughs> I think people, everybody appreciates everybody else's work. But thank you, you're so kind. Well, I mean it. Really so it's a real talent. It is, I think, in writing and especially the the method and the uh, type that you use, your style, which is very unique. I, I find it, it's it's so much harder than people realize. And, and folks, you can read it in the Boston Globe. Welcome to Crazy Town, a.k.a. Grocery Delivery. And again, what I find is you capture fleeting thoughts. For instance, you know, there are people that say, I don't want to wear a winter hat like that because I look bad at it or what it does to my hair or that type of thing. And then the same way of, I was hearing of people talking about there was someone in their building that coughed. And then, but you have the ability where you then turn it into a must read type of story. Now, I I even asked Beth, folks, are you a columnist or a reporter? I mean, because I know you're a reporter, but in some ways it does... To me, it reads like a column. I almost regard it like a column, even though I know that you are, in fact, a reporter for the Boston Globe. Oh, well, thanks. You know, I mean, I really do try to capture the ideal story from my perspective is one where people have fought it themselves, but almost haven't even realized they fought it because they haven't articulated it to right. themselves. Right, yes. So I try to listen to what people are saying and really think about it. Like, I... I like to do a story where someone goes, oh, yes, like I'm the first person who's asking about it because they've been thinking about it already. It's right on the surface. <laughs> it is so funny. Beth, your joy. Thank you for joining us. Thank Another so great much. piece. My pleasure. And I, folks, I want to have her on. I mean, I am such a fan. Uh, I look forward in your writing. So thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you thank again. Thank you. I look forward to being on again. All right. Bye. Thank you, Beth. Folks, again, she is hilarious. Um, Yes, 